Hey, what's going on? Please help me. My heat broke last night it, and it didn't break off. Like that would be fine. I could just, you know, bundle up like Leo and the Revenant and just survive. But it's stuck on and I'm drenched in sweat right now. And it's like 90 degrees in my room. Please send help. Please send help. Send me some ice water. Email me some ice water. Just do whatever you can. Please help. Today's show is big, and uh, it's long, and there's a lot of different sports talk, and um, yeah, it's 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 good. It's good. I'm sorry. I can't really talk right now. I don't function well in the heat. I, I'm not surviving well, guys. Please help me. Let's start the show. Welcome to this episode of Stone Sports. I am your host, Bert. With me, as always, I have my co-host, Double. Say what up, Dubs. What the fuck is up? And my other co-host, Meech. Say what up, Meech. What up? All right, boys. So we've got a lot to talk about today. Um, Big show. Yeah, big show. The big show. So I guess uh, the first thing we'll talk about is the NBA, and then we could talk about some NHL stuff that happened. Um... So why don't you take us through the NBA stuff? Let's start with let's go Meech. Meech, why don't you start us off? That's not a good idea. Okay, so we'll go Dubs. What's up, Dubs? <laughs> <laughs> Starting off fucking strong. We love it, boys. It's the big show. <laughs> Listen, big basketball's show. not my department. Me like, neither, I'm bro. Not a huge basketball. Me guy. neither, bro. So, so we will start off. I have a question for you guys, despite you guys not being big basketball guys. The rookie of the year voting. It's a start of the season. Uh, the odds have already changed a lot. I was curious who you guys thought would win. I personally think it's going to be James Weissman now that he secured a starting spot with the Warriors. And despite no Clay Thompson, because he's going to have to step up scoring-wise. Uh, I heard that the guy that the Kings drafted is doing really well, but I can't tell you his name even. He's not on the odds here. Lamella Balls, uh, plus 625. Anthony Edwards, plus 425. James Weissman, plus 250. Obi Toppin, ain't no stopping. Obi Toppin, plus Yeah, I mean, that's the guy I want to go with, but I, w- I assumed he wouldn't even be on the odds for some reason. But if he's on there, I'm going to pick him just because his name won. He's, he's Obi Toppin. I mean, what a that's a strong name, bro. <laughs> it's a strong-ass fucking name. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean Add that's to the my strong pick. ass name list with CJ Beathard and Air <laughs> Ogumbawala. Yeah, I don't know, man. We got we might have to bring a guest in eventually to talk basketball because I know Jack. Oh, shit. Yeah, the Knicks are two and two. I thought the Knicks were doing better, and then I was gonna say, yeah, that might that might favor Obi Toppin. That was your first mistake. But next on basketball, I want to talk about things that surprised me. So far, early in the season, one is the Raptors not having a win as of yet, and two, the Magic, as of an hour ago, are the only undefeated team left in the league as the Hawks lost to the Nets. 
Why do you think the Raptors don't have a, a a win? Do you think there's any like specific reason for it? Losing uh, Abaka and Gasol were big departures, and they replaced it with Alex Len and Aaron Baines, which just it's an obvious downgrade. And they have been exploited inside so far by Joel Embiid and others. Right. I mean, those are right. two two key guys of the championship team that are gone this year, um, and and that's probably contributed to that. For sure, and the magic, uh, Markel Fultz, former number one overall pick, has finally figured it the fuck out. He's got eighteen points a game down there right now, and the magic are four and zero. I mean, I remember he got off to a super slow start. Um, you know, everyone was just basically like, Labeled "You just gotta bust. get this guy out of here. You just gotta get him out of here because if he's going to rebound, it's not going to be here." Just weird situation in Philly, but it, it's good to see that um, you know, former first overall pick is now doing well down in the league in uh, Orlando. Yeah, right. sometimes it takes him a while too. You got to kind of like, I guess the phrase is, "Let him cook." Let Russ. I cook. mean, they come in so young now. Right, exactly. I think, I think their their development's definitely a little bit different than than it was when we were seeing guys come out their junior or senior year from college after uh you know being coached by some of the best coaches, you know. Right. In all of ex- sports. An example of that's Brandon Ingram who started off with the Lakers and was kind of labeled a bust. He didn't start out great. Now he transitioned down to New Orleans and has looked like an all-star and he got rewarded a max extension in the offseason because of it but that's another example of took a couple years for him to get going right whereas like we saw with Luca you know he came in the league hot because you know he was he was basically playing those higher level games earlier you know so he was going up against better competition and and actual playing the game of basketball not AAU right yeah i mean like in any sport where you have like um let's say like a prospect system you you, like a person's draft class can kind of determine their development a lot because like when they're playing at the you know semi-professional level if if the whole class is not that great you know then it's one thing whereas like sometimes you'll have draft classes that are like completely stacked and those players like have just played against better players i guess is does that make sense like do you understand what i'm trying to say yeah. 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 So it's sure. so it's like that that can be a different thing too. So if you have a like a really great player and then the rest of the draft class is trash, sometimes it takes that player like a time to cook at the professional level to use the phrase again. For sure. I will say one thing about my Hawks you lost. They did cover the spread. Won me some money tonight. Yeah, the Hawks. Trey That's me just catchphrase. Fuck yeah. Cover dude. the spread. Cover the spread. <laughs> cover the spread. Most important words in sports, bro. I don't know about that. Me but they're definitely up there. Spread, but he's all about covering spreads if it's a fucking team. <laughs> what? what? I didn't even hear the first part of that insult, man. So Meech never covers this spread. He's referring to your dick and balls, bro. Yeah, just out here free balling, no possibly, fucking curtains. Bo- possibly your asshole, I'm too. Free, this man doesn't even free own curtains. Quick side note story. I had a vacation in Toronto where there was a fucking... We had a nudist that lived in, like, the building across from our hotel. Did not own curtains. 
<laughs> Walked around fuck ass naked all three days. Just letting it all hang out. Just <laughs> Old ass fucking guy. That's fucking amazing. But, me and my mom were out on the fucking balcony and she was like, wouldn't be fucking crazy if there was a naked guy. Oh my God. There's a fucking naked guy. <laughs> That's what you get. That's how the universe works, dude. Ask and ye shall receive. <laughs> Now that we've gotten off track, I'll fucking bring it back real quick. Trey yeah. Young, uh, do you think that if the Hawks could keep it up, you could see Trey Young get uh, MVP nods? Yeah, so I I think he could definitely get some votes. Um, I don't know if he's gonna advance to the level where he's gonna, you know, he could be an MVP this year. Although that team does look better around him, they have really built a good um, compilation of players there. I feel like I'm definitely rooting for Atlanta this year. I kind of have teams that like jump around in like every sport. So like this year I'm kind of rooting for like the bills in football. Cause why wouldn't you root for them? Right. Yeah, I am um, too. Yeah. And the, the Hawks in the NBA. And then like, remember when the, the Royals were in the world series, I rooted for the Royals because like, <laughs> I, I just, I root for like, I, I choose these like small market teams. I'm like, hope they do. Um, like, I mean, I'm the same way. Teams, I do, yeah, I do the but... same shit. Yeah, I'll root for the underdog. I'm a Mets fan. Well, <laughs> you have to pick tier. other teams to root for. Guys. Yeah, that's Fuck true. you. <laughs> it's the only time you see a fucking win. Oh, shut up. I cannot <laughs> fucking wait because I got news for you, Double. The dark times are coming for you. They're are coming. They? Oh, well. Yes, I, they I are, brother. That. Yes, they I, are. I'm just. I thought you were talking about the Mets coming up this year, and I was like, they no, 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 they no, no, like no, 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 no. Anyway, finishing up the NBA. Do we have anything else for that? Oh uh, no, that was it for that. We can move into hockey. Hockey. Hacky, hacky, and this favorite. is this is why I was saying the dark times are coming, bro. Because Zdeno Charo, Chara, Zdeno Chara is just the start. It's just well, they the lost start. Krug too, so they lost a couple pieces. Yeah, I we fucked up that whole situation. <laughs> yeah. the- well, Chara kind of makes sense, dude. The, yeah, He's getting up one, there. That one kind of makes sense. I wish he would have just fucking like they could have given him not much just to stay for another. yeah and retire a Bruin Ooh, right they should have yeah. done that I and agree the Krug thing they spent money on a bunch of fucking trash ass defensemen when they could have not done that and saved the money and paid Krug in the fucking offseason he was yeah like, one of our best players and we just let him walk for nothing yeah I mean you know that's kind of the interesting thing right now is like a couple of weeks ago with the NHL, there was like really nothing happening. Like nobody was getting traded. Nothing was really happening. And, you know, all these teams now are, are up against the cap. So you've got players moving around, you know, and Char going to the Capitals is really interesting because you can kind of tell, I think, in my opinion, the Capitals are kind of like scrambling, like panicking, trying to figure out what to do because they got rid of Holtby. They sent him to the Canucks, which is you know, fine. Hopi is not as great as only Washington Capitals fans thought he was. Uh, and they got Lundquist. And now Lundquist has to get open heart surgery and probably will never play hockey again. So, you know, well wishes, bro. But yeah, so now he's gone. And, you know, I think they're kind of, I mean, they do have a good backup goalie. Um, what's his name? Samsonoff or something like that. He's really good. Okay. 
Miss Sergey Sergey Samsonov. But um, yeah, but I just I feel like the thing that's really interesting about that move is you've got Chara going to the Capitals, who because of the d- division realignment, they're now going to play each other like a shitload. So that's really fucking weird. I guess I got lucky in that boat because I don't have to watch Henrik Lindqvist put on a Capitals jersey now. I mean, at what cost? He can't play hockey anymore, and that's super sad. But anyway, yeah, yeah, but that is your favorite Ovechkin jersey. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not making a jersey. Go fuck yourself. Well, I'm gonna take t-shirt. a sharpie and write t-shirt. it on a t-shirt. <laughs> your punishment is you have to make a jersey. Like you have to sew it and everything. It cannot be bought. I want patches. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's see what other trade news happened you had Taves too but Taves is out with some sort of illness right that has not been disclosed yeah he as just far as I'm he's aware feeling like feverish and fatigue but they haven't said what it is so I'm just Ooh. all right yeah I mean also speaking of players that are out we touched on this I think the last episode maybe the episode before but the Kucherov thing all right I've done some reading the Kucherov thing is bullshit the lightning are doing cap circumnavigation right now. That's what's happening. Because it's, think about this. They're up against the cap. They've got to pay Sorelli, right? And now all of a sudden, he needs hip surgery. That's going to leave him out for the entire season. But he comes in in the playoffs, which means he can come in in the playoffs and they can win, and he doesn't count against their cap. It's kind of garbage. I'm kind of pissed off about it. I mean, I'm not, little, I'm not pissed. Ridiculous. I'm not pissed at the lightning because, like, if the loopholes there, exploit it. But you know, so that's some bullshit right there. And I, I'm sorry, I just had to get that rant out because if when I fucking looked at that, it made me so angry. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Because at first, I was like, "Okay, this is great. Now this means someone else can win the cup this year." It basically means that Tampa's going to come in and fucking you know, one, they're in the Central Division, which is like the easiest division out of all of them. So they're going to. St- just sweep that and then they're going to come in the playoffs and have Kucherov back and they're just going to kill it like that's going to happen and it's fucking bullshit so Kucherov strong ass name it is a strong ass name and he's a strong ass player I'm not you know talking shit about him he's a strong ass player and then he's not as hip as much (laughs) oh meet with the good (laughs) jokes oh man way to go bro stay away from the raw Blake hip checks because his hip can't take it bro yeah. <laughs> oh, you're on fire right now. Must be high as hell. I uh, I did I did my customary like I've been taking so every week I've been taking a bigger hit it seems like and I think it's working. I think it's working. I am just fucking blitzed. Ballroom blitzed. Turn to the ballroom blitz. Yeah, there was some you fucking nailed. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's a great song. Don't don't yeah. don't talk shit. That's a great I song. I think words. it's sweet. I mean, I could tell you all the words if you want, but that's we'll do that off air. Was there <laughs> there were some other trades that you wanted to talk about with the NHL, right, Meech? Uh, I was just gonna run through this, some of the signings, not necessarily trades. Trades, right? Um, okay. Yeah, Patrick Marlowe goes back to San Jose. He spent most of his career there, um, so he returns there. Braden Holtby signed an extension with the Canucks after being traded. Uh, Tory Krug uh, signs a seven-year deal with St. Louis. Tyler Toffoli, former King, signed a four-year deal with the Canadians. Tyler Hall signs a one-year deal with Buffalo. 
Uh, Alex Petrangelo signed a seven-year deal with the Golden Knights. Um, and then Zatino Chara, as we talked about, signs a one-year deal to go to the Caps. Other than that, I didn't. That was just I was just bringing you up on this. Yeah, how do you feel about the um, the Krug thing? Double. I mean, I know we kind of touched on it, but like, I don't know. I feel like St. Louis. So mm. it feels like teams like our competitors keep taking steps forward, and every off season we take a step backward. Right. And in management's right. mind the letting crew go letting char go it's to keep the core together for longer but it's like the core is running out of time and we like every move we make from here on out is going to be crucial yeah man it is what's the i i can't believe i can't think of his name right now what's the name of the other defenseman you have who's like mega dope mcavoy mcavoy that dude is a monster i think your future is going to be okay as long as you keep McAvoy there. Like you can build a team around McAvoy and like fucking go at it. Well, we have enough top end talent with Terry, Krejci, Pasternak, Bergeron, Marchand. Yeah. We're going to be competitive no matter what, but teams, they're all getting older, right? They're all getting older. The teams around us are making moves. Yeah. And get, and some of them are getting younger. Like the Rangers are getting younger. Like everyone's, seems to Tampa be moving in that direction to get better right every well they're getting younger too so yeah right. i mean that's definitely it all right well anything else you want to talk about with hockey no nah, nah, just no nah, it just seems like a bunch of signings have happened um yeah unlike the formerly known as hot stove in the mlb which the last few years has been the coldest goddamn stove Someone needs to check the gas or the electricity of that stove. <laughs> it's, it's not working. Happens. The last few years has been Nothing horrible. So there was one thing. But it, here's the thing. This hot stove has moved from signings to trades. And so That's you true. didn't have any big signings, really. But you did have a trade. The Padres go, actually had a couple. Padres going after the Dodgers in the NL West my neck of the woods. They go out and get Snell uh, from Tampa Bay, uh, and like then they go out and get Darvish. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I mean, they, they, go, they go and get two solid pitchers. Pitching was definitely their problem in this year's playoffs. Um, I, see, I saw a lot of stuff on Twitter um, announcing that they had a great rotation. But people forget that Clevenger is actually going to be out this year with TJ surgery. Um, so he will not be in that rotation this year. He will be next year. So far, though, they add two big arms to that rotation to try and get past the Dodgers. Um, so we'll yeah. see how it works for them. It seems like they're building for not this upcoming season, but the one after that, like you said. They're trying to make a push for the Dodgers, but you need to see what you have first. And with Clevenger out, they're going to get other pitchers to build up that rotation, Snell and Darvish. This season's going to they'll be able to gauge how far they can go with what they have and if they need to make more moves to catch up to the Dodgers in the NL West. Yeah, and to that point, they are all signed to at least two years. So like you said, they they are making that push for when Clevenger returns, not this upcoming year, but next year. Um, And then they'll have a full rotation because Darvish and Snell both have team control for another two years. And I think Snell has four years. Yeah, he's got, they they just, the Rays just extended him like last, the beginning of last season. Yeah, and I know Snell's not like a huge contract, but I really want to know as a Dodger fan, how the fuck are they paying for this? 
they already have a fairly massive payroll for a Padre team. You fucking um, what? You how do you pay for your shit? We actually have a fan base. We actually have uh, that's fucking, that's fair. We, that's fair. We lead the league in sellouts every year. We have a fan base. You say what you want about when we leave. Say what you want. The Dodger fans are great. Uh, they travel well. They go to every game, even when this team is bad. Like they deserve this World Series, and and they have a fan base that spends money. I mean, they set records after they won the World Series. They have a fan base that will spend money on ticket sales, merchandise, everything like yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, like their their like logo if you will is one of the more popular like you see like I Dodgers see Dodger are, hats like in in the 804 all the time. Dude, you, know? sure. Dodgers you guys are can one have one of the more popular franchises and one of the most valuable franchises in the world out of all sports. So, I mean, they're up there every year. So they have a team. The Padres, I mean, you go to a Dodgers-Padres game, it's Dodgers fans. <laughs> that's, that's the Red Sox with every AL East team except the Yankees. Like, I mean, it just it just happens. So, like, and it's only two hours away from San Diego. Like, it, So I just want to know where they're getting all this money to pay for all these people. They also signed the Korean baseball player. This is going to be fun. Uh, ha oh. Seung Kim. Um, so we'll see how he develops. That wasn't bad. Yeah, I was going to say, props. It wasn't that bad, man. <laughs> I, I'm trying. Yeah, well, uh, you succeeded. For someone who used to have, you know, Hunjin Ryu, I called him Backback Ryugan, but I can't do that with this guy's <laughs> name because it's not as fun. But, um, but yeah, we'll see how he goes. It seems like foreign baseball players, both if they're from Asia, Cuba, wherever, um, it seems like, you know, some hint, some don't, um, but it's almost – they have more fanfare, so it's more noticeable than like you know when your first round pick from you know locally doesn't land. I feel like I had a Dice K jersey. Guy was fucking electric through the gyro ball. <laughs> yeah, there's been some big names over the last few years, but it seems like we'll see how he pans out because foreign players have been have had a lot of fanfare, and they either pan out or they just flop. It seems like yeah, um, yeah. Otani's so, well, on. What I said, Otani's on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, so, that's about all that's happened in baseball. Cool. Honestly. So uh, I want to talk about the Bills Pats game first before we get to the tits pack because uh, tits pack. I know. Pack. I know. <laughs> that should have me dying, man. Even when I was editing the episode, <laughs> just hearing me go tits pack, tits pack, tits pack, tits pack. So I was bringing a delivery to the door, and I was fucking at the door waiting for the guy to come to the door, and I fucking hear in my car, tits pack, tits pack, fucking over the goddamn <laughs> Yeah, well, the reason I want to talk about it first is because, uh, I mean, I know I said earlier that I'm rooting for the Bills, and I really am, but I rooted against them in this game. Like I said, I, I got to root for the underdog, and it did not go well for me rooting for the underdog that particular evening. It was uh it was a tough game in the second quarter. I think the Bills scored 21 points. Yeah, so at Woof. halftime me and, me and Selena were watching the game and at halftime I was like this is horrible and she just looked up at me and she was like we forgot our lube. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, yeah, you fucking summed it up perfectly. We are getting fucked dry by the Buffalo Bills right now at home. Yeah, you did. played like 
dog shit. He played like oh dog God. shit. Defense played like dog shit. Well, that that brings me to the question that I have for you. Double uh, speaking of Cam Newton, what do you think they're gonna I'm do about the quarterback situation? Yeah, I I, I I would be too. But what do you think they're gonna do? So the fact that the draft position is moving up and we're getting blown out every game makes me think they're going to draft one. But if they don't, we talked about it last week. I want Minshew because the Jags are going to draft Trevor Lawrence. He's going to go number one overall. So Minshew's probably on his way out down there, and I figure why not take a fucking flyer on him. I want nothing to do with Luton. I want nothing to do with Haskins. If we draft someone, I want Zach Wilson from uh, BYU or Trask from Florida. Those would be my top. Three. Yeah. Well, my my question to you is: Do you think it would be wise to draft a quarterback, or do you think it would be better to go get a quarterback that's like a known I'm, quantity and draft receivers? Because you clearly need that shit too. Agreed. So I'm personally, I like, I'd rather draft a quarterback, but knowing Bill, he'd probably go get one and draft receivers. Yes. Yeah, and we'll see what they do because they're in an interesting position. Now, it's it's always fun to make fun of the Patriots and, you know, because they haven't been this bad for 20 years. I mean, they haven't been – you haven't had to think about them making the playoffs for I'm, 20 years. I'm 21 years old and we've had two losing seasons in my life, and this is one of them. Yeah, and it just seems <laughs> like it, it's it's just – such a rare occurrence. I feel like you have to talk about it. That being said, the Patriots aren't in a bad position at all. First of all, they had a couple nope. huge opt-outs on defense. Well, you all know that's where this team is going to get its its mojo. Um, so if those guys and the opt- guys to add it onto that, Beach, sorry to cut you off. To no, add you're onto good. That, the the guys that are playing in place of those guys are rookies and second-year guys that are getting a ton of experience under their belt so that when the stars do come back, they're going to have competent backups behind them. Yeah, and so we'll see what they do. They do lose. Gilmore has one year left on his deal after this year, so we'll see if there's an issue there, if he wants to report to camp, what's what goes on with that contract. But like I, I was saying, they have, what, like the third – third most cap room in the offseason or something ridiculous yeah no yeah they're like third or fourth yeah you're definitely right there they have a ton and you're going to have some veteran quarterbacks available um to sign if you wanted to go that route um so it'll it will be interesting to see like that being said i totally enjoyed first of all being correct because i i picked the bills in this game (laughs) and i thought that was kind of an easy pick and you and dubs both picked the Pats. But yeah, the Bills the Bills look good um and I mean we saw Matt Barkley and I was surprised we didn't see Matt Barkley sooner because I literally tweeted out I was like why is Josh Allen still on the field? They're down it, I think it was like 30 something to 37 to 9 or 31 to 9. Yeah. And yeah. Bill had punted in back-to-back possessions. Yeah, I hit him up and told him I needed the fantasy points and he stayed out on the field for me. <laughs> <laughs> you got his number? Let's get him on the podcast. Come on, bro. We're not that close. Oh, okay. All right. Just like general like, like him and Brad. Like, I said thank you, and he just left me on red. Yeah, can we get Brad on the podcast? I'd love to interview Brad. Brad's a COVID <laughs> risk. name Jason's with Brad. Selena named her car Brad. I could get that on. Ugh. Boo. I'm disappointed in Selena. This season's a wash. Next season won't be. 
Let's talk about the game that was on when we were recording, wrapping yeah, up recording. The snow game. Tits pack. Speaking about a wash. Tits pack. Tits pack. Tits pack. Tits pack. I can't wait till every year when the Titans play the Packers. It's gonna be so fun. Tits pack. Tits pack. Not gonna play him. I I know. I know. Yeah. That's me being. It's 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 wishful thinking. Is really what it is. But yeah, I mean, it was Titans Packers Super Bowl three years in a row. Hell yeah! It was. It was. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus! It was a blowout, just like the Bills Pats game. It was uh, it was interesting, and and I I remember you guys saying, correct me if I'm wrong, that the Titans were just gonna run it down their throat. But from what I can gather, that didn't really happen. Well, they they did. They could have. I mean, yeah, Henry still had almost a hundred yards on the ground. Oh, you were saying literally run it down their throat. Okay, my bad. I misunderstood you. I thought you were making a sexual reference. No. <laughs> no, okay. I would have been way more. For blatant. once, for once, you weren't making a sexual reference. Okay, my yeah. bad. I would have been way more blatant. Would have uh, been jailed for this sexual reference. Jesus Christ, <laughs> I killed him. Tannehill had uh, 55 yards on the ground and a touchdown as well, but he could not throw the ball for shit. He was 11 for 24, 121 yards and two picks. Green Bay, fucking 40 to 14. Devontae Adams had three touchdowns. Meech, your your boy. Their second round pick, AJ Dillon, finally showed up and did something. Yeah, that asshole has been on my roster. I had to draft him, and I I couldn't draft Williams, and so he was my handcuff for Jones. And we saw him. Oh wait, we didn't. We didn't see him until now. Like we, I think he's put up two points or something like that before this game. Yeah. So like, yeah, I had a front row seat to that. Um. You know, I took the Packers because they're 15 and two at home since 2019. Um, it was a snow game. We knew the weather was going to be shaky, so we thought that um, the King was going to run the crap out of them. Plus, the Green Bay defense uh, has been, looked horrible against the run this year, but that Suspect. ended up not being the case. Yeah, definitely looked sus. <laughs> which I feel like an old man saying that I'd never heard nah, of before. Sus is like, sus is coming back, bro. Sus is coming Apparently. back. Sus is an old term, but it's coming back now, which is dope. It's like word made a comeback when we were in high school. <laughs> All right. So uh, I, it's that time, boys. Word made a comeback again. It's that time, boys. You know what time it is. Preview. The preview. It's time for the preview. The preview. And first on the preview list, we have the Vikings and the Lions. Vikings are 6-9 and nine this season. The Lions are 5-10. and ten. So... I would say it's in favor of the Vikings, but I'm curious to know how you guys feel. I'm also going to take the uh, Vikings in the NFC North Toilet Bowl. Uh, Dalvin Cook's father died over the weekend. Rest in peace. He will not be participating in the game. Uh, Despite that, the Lions have 32nd against the pass, and they allow 32 points per game, which is worst in the league. I uh, expect Kirk Cousins to air it out to Jefferson and Thielen, who have combined for 2,000 yards this season and 21 touchdowns between the two. Yeah, and they're not afraid to use Madison either. I mean, Madison is no, the surefire backup. We will see a heavy dose of Madison um, in Cook's absence. I, I can't believe that was a crazy when you tweeted that out today. And then I, I read it again. Dude's dad was 46. He's so young. 
Damn, that's tough, man. He got to see his son play in the NFL, but God, that's early. Yeah, it is. That is. That's really sad, man. I'm sorry to hear um, that. But, yeah, I, I, so I do think the the Vikings will win here. Um, like I said, Madison and then uh, Justin Jefferson, who I don't know who passed over him in a draft or anything. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see gr- the great rookie, Justin Jefferson. I'll take the Eagles, Eagles for 200. Skipped, yeah, right over. Uh, so that's fun. And then Thielen has been a beast in the red zone. Um, we will see the Vikings win against the Lions as Stafford also questionable. He missed practice today. Galladay also out. So the coaching staff, I believe, is back for the Lions. It wasn't as kind of a weird situation last week, but they're still going to lose. They're ragtag coaching staff since they fired half the building. <laughs> All right, so that's – go ahead. Sorry. It was funny because not only that, but then the week after – Daryl Bevel fired the new defensive coordinator. So it was just like, and then they all got COVID. Then everybody on the coaching staff got COVID. So, or not COVID, but close contacts, I guess. Yeah, had to be quarantined. So it was just a weird, weird situation. For sure. Oh, there it is again. Okay. So that brings us to the battle of, uh, let's call it the battle of the Dirty South. How about that? We got the Falcons <laughs> and the Bucks. Dirty. Who are we um, taking, Dubs? I'm taking the Bucks. Brady had 390 yards and two touchdowns when they played the Falcons in Week 15. Uh, he had 348 yards and four touchdowns in the first half last week against Detroit, and Atlanta ranks 27th against the pass, so I expect Brady and his weapons to do the same thing this week. Yeah, I'm also taking the Bucks. I think we talked about it. Their bye week was super late. They were exhausted going into it, and as a result, I think lost a couple games before the bye that they probably wouldn't have had lost if if they had kind of an earlier bye. Um, they've looked different ever since they come back from it. And even though it was a Lions depleted team, um, they was just their their offense was not missing anything. Um, I mean, Brady didn't even play the second half, which is crazy. Um, so still I, had all those numbers. Yeah, still had I think three touchdowns. Yeah, four, four. Oh, okay, four. Yeah, four. Wow, four and one half. So yeah, so wow. this offense looks to <laughs> looks to be getting clicking. And uh, ever since the bye, they've looked like a different team. Uh, I think the Buccaneers are going to ravage the Falcons this week. Yeah, and they've had. Uh, I saw a stat today that said they've had. 29.9 points per game which is i think a record for them but i guess that yeah i guess that's what you get when uh you get brady speaking of what you get when you get brady or rather when you lose him the jets patriots hey, way, yeah can we talk about how you no, gave me no, i was no, listening no, to old podcast just to like you know hear you know and improve our product here um and i remember you giving me so much shit for ushering nick Foles out of town you guys ushered no, Tom no, Brady. no, 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 Hashtag no, no, Tommy. Oh, no, 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 that's out not of town. Case. That's not, yeah, I don't know if that's the case. That's not the case, but I'm, I'm not really in a position to speak on it. So, if, if, if that's Bill showed so him not the one case, ounce, I'm not even gonna entertain one ounce of what he's get. Cam looked like shit, and you would have thought from, from Bill's comments about him that he played great. That's fair. I mean, if, if he, if Bill even said one of the things he said about Cam to Brady, hashtag Tommy might still be a Patriot. No. Well, <laughs> regardless, 
An interesting thing to note about this game that I, again, saw earlier today, probably going to bring up a lot of stuff that I saw earlier today, was that the Jets have not won against the Patriots, a road game against them, since like 08, I think it said, or maybe 09. So since, since Sanchez. Yeah, so this will definitely, I mean, I think they're going to beat the Pats, so it's going to be, you know, probably the first time oh, they've okay, won since so jump off years. the ship. I'm jumping off the ship, bro. <laughs> all right. First of all, I was never on the ship. Okay. You joined the dark side. You I'm, did. You did join the dark side. Hold on. No, 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 the Vikings that actually kind of worked because they teams. had they had a, a ship. They had cool boats. So yeah, confirm. that's what I'm saying. And that's why it worked. Ship. Right, but what I'm saying is just because I made one pick for the team doesn't mean I'm all of a sudden like on their side. I was just saying I, mean, you, I thought you, they might win that game. Whole, that's really what I'm saying. That's nonsense. That's some ish. That's some ish that's coming out of your mouth right now. It's verbal diarrhea to quote an older episode. Really? Because the Bills Bandit. just won the AFC. All right, well, I'm not entertaining this, so uh, why don't you just tell me who you're picking, Meach? <laughs> You you know we start talking Patriots and you and Double all of a sudden get a little pissy. I swear. Oh I'm my taking God. the Jets. Taking the Jets. Yeah, here. exactly. Shut the fuck up. You give me odd shit and you're taking the Jets. Yeah, yeah, I'm taking the Jets because they're two and zero. If this season was longer, they might make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess Double's picking the uh, the Patriots. Yeah, I would never pick the Jets against the Patriots. <laughs> Okay. All right. We could literally have a rock at a QB and we win. I mean, let's hope you guys don't get down by like 10. Bill just might start punting every possession again. Well, punt and made the Pro Bowl. Best yeah, okay. You are all about the special teamers <laughs> Pro Bowl. It's like your God. There's not even a Pro No one cares. I don't have much this season. <laughs> yeah, man. Take it easy on the guy. Take it easy on the guy. He's clearly like in the worst place you can be as far as sports go. Yeah, well, fucking. No, no. I'm not you. Yeah, I know. That's what I was going to say. That's why I said, well. He's wow. holding on to anything he can, isn't he? He's like, oh, oh yeah. Well, at least I'm not you. At least I'm not. You're playing mental gymnastics hard as a motherfucker right now, bro. Is Stidham starting at QB? As, as Bill said, probably not. He doesn't say shit. I don't know why yeah. you wouldn't, though. As long as Brian Hoyer is not starting, I don't care. <laughs> well, who's going to start for the Dolphins this week? Tua. Tua is? Tua. Okay, say, so I, I that's mean, Dolphins, Bills. Who are you going to take in that case? Oh, he did? Okay, I didn't see yeah. that. Who are you going to take in that case in the Dolphins-Bills game? Bills. Yeah, I think that's the right pick. I'm taking the Dolphins. <laughs> what? The Bills yeah. are 6-1 in their last seven against the Dolphins. Uh, Meech, they... I'm sorry, Double. I got to cut you off here. I am so salty with you right now. You were giving me all this shit about the Patriots pick. Now you're over here like, oh, I'm on the Bills. I'm rooting for the Bills. And now you're going to pick the Dolphins. Fuck you. Do you know why I'm picking the Dolphins? I'd love to hear it. Okay, uh, so I actually had this as Bill. Actually, I'm sorry. I this pick was totally wrong. I had I picked the Bills. I'm sorry. No, oh, God. No, damn it. Seriously, you are the it's, worst. I was when I was doing my notes. I was thinking about picking the Dolphins, <laughs> and then I re remembered that the Bills. Um... Oh, 
Hold on. You motherfucker, if you go back on it again, I'm not I editing any of this. It's staying pressure. natural and raw because it's ridiculous. <laughs> Are you kidding well, me I was, right now? Okay, so Much I didn't like know who the fuck to pick, but basically I was trying to pick the Dolphins because I think the Bills are going to sit Josh Allen. They've already clinched. They, they can gain nothing from winning. That's absolutely true. That's absolutely yeah, true. So that's why I'm picking the Dolphins. Okay, so I, I'm, All right, I'm going to dial it back then. That's a smart pick. I'm actually going to give you some credit where credit's due. There's a lot of thought put into that, some some good analysis. But it sounded so, like Double had some stats to back his pick. So I'd like I'm to hear also, those. I also heard Josh Allen is starting. Uh-oh. There's <laughs> no reason for them to accept to knock the Dolphins out of the playoffs. Right. Right. That makes a little bit of sense. You, you're both making great points here. I'm really proud of both of you. We've come a long way in 15 episodes. Actually, and if the uh, Bills lose, they lose the three seed. So they wouldn't have home field first round. Mm, yeah, and that would be... That, uh, that's different. Than, yeah, because I was literally... Although in this season, I, that I, doesn't matter. Sorry. I had my weather report ready for this game because it's the Dolphins who it's going to be 82 on Sunday for them versus the Bills. In Buffalo, it's going to be a mix of rain and snow, high of 37. I would pick the Bills if I thought Josh Allen was going to play a majority of this game. Um, Side note, they approved Bills Mafia for the wild card game. They sure did. I think, what, 6,900 fans? Yep. That's pretty dope. Perfect number. Although that fan base is ratchet (laughs) as fuck, so that stadium's about to be lit as a bitch. It's going to look like, we, me and me should talk about it on Twitter, it's going to look like a fucking TLC match. Yeah, I brought up the T- <laughs> TLC match with the Dudley brothers. <laughs> Tables, ladders, and chairs. Hell yeah. Is coming yeah, they tell. are. You know they're amped too, man. You know they're amped too. So you're picking the Dolphins, Meech, and Dubs is picking the Bills? I am picking the Bills. They're six and one in their last seven against the Dolphins. They beat them in week two, 31 to 28. Allen threw for 400 yards. He did that last week against the Patriots. Two has been shaky. I will take the Bills who are rolling. Yeah, the Bills are rolling, and I'm even regretting this as we speak about it. I've got to hope that Josh Allen doesn't play. Yeah. Yeah, you do. A dose of Fitz magic. Yeah, for sure. God, what am I going to have to do to stop saying that, guys? I do. For sure, Mally. For sure, smack. You have to go to old school methods of training. Just smack your hand every time. Yeah, or like get a shock collar and just like program it to shock me every time I say for sure. Definitely. I would have gotten shocked there. It's foaming at the mouth. All right. So (laughs) what about this Steelers Browns game? Because there's a lot on the line for the Browns in the sense that, you know, if they win, they'll clinch a a playoff berth for the first time in a long time. So I went back and forth on this game a bunch of times and I really couldn't decide until you just said that statement. Right. You just said, Bernie. Right. Because the, I, it's the Browns. They are going to build their fans up to clinch the playoff spot and choke it away at the last fucking minute. Ooh, so you're picking the Steelers. I am. Okay. I was, okay. I was, unde- I was really undecided until Bernie said that. And I was like, that's the point. I that's am the- going to go with Browns here because big Ben is legitimately sitting. Um, 
They won the AFC North, and uh, they said last week that they're probably going to rest him anyway. He was dealing with lingering injuries, and so I'm guessing Roethlisberger and a couple other starters are going to be out of this game. Therefore, I think the Browns are going to lock it up despite losing the first game 38-7. to Yeah, Baker played like dog shit in that one. That probably won't happen. He's been playing really well. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, it, they have they have Chubb back. Uh, you know, you think that they're going to have that balanced attack that they have had. Uh, and, uh, you know, they did lose to the Jets last week, but once again, they didn't have receivers, and that's, that's a big reason why. Yeah, they got stopped by the Giants on the run game, and then last week they had to rely on it because of no receivers. So yeah, that and Austin Hooper, I... If you had Austin Hooper, I don't know his exact numbers, but he had to just kill it in PPR. Yeah, well, you bring up the Giants dubs, and uh, that's the next game on the list. And I think this is actually a more interesting, a more, yeah, thanks for the transition, bro. Uh, But I honestly, I think it's a more interesting game than it appears at face value because. Like the Cowboys technically have a better ranked offense than the Giants, but the Giants have a better ranked defense than the Cowboys. So to me, it's it's kind of one of those games where it's like it, you know, depending on how each team shows up, it could go either way. So it's another one of those games I was actually really curious to see what you guys were going to pick. <laughs> That's funny so to I'm- hear because I literally couldn't think of anything to write when I got to this game. I could kind of care less about this game. Yeah, well, your boy Birdie's coming up big for you today. I'm with Meech. I have the least amount of notes for this game out of any of them. But I did pick the Cowboys. The Giants are 22nd against the pass. Dalton's played uh, his best game of the season last week. Uh, Baltimore uh, ran the ball down the Giants' throat. They had 250 rushing yards last week against the Giants, so that defense kind of got exposed a little bit. And the Cowboys, despite being terrible and their defense sucking, have strung together a couple of wins here, and I think they'll close out strong against the Giants. Yeah, I'm taking the Giants, but they have to run the goddamn ball. 54 yards a week ago, 74 two weeks ago, and 78 three weeks ago. Get back to running the ball, you might win some games. Before Um, that, they had the 200. Exactly. Like, they, they have struggled. Their, their losses have direct, coordinated with the struggling rushing game and against Dallas I think they can get that going again which is why I'm going to pick them otherwise I could literally care less about this game yeah totally couldn't but, agree but, more well but you, that's 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 what they have to do to win this game if the Giants want to win they will rush the ball against one of the worst rushing defenses in the league rushing the ball is going to be the story of the next game I'm going to take the Ravens yeah and they're also playing for a playoff clinch if they win that game. So, Correct. You know. Ravens had 40 carries and 250 yards against the Giants, like we just touched on. Uh, the Bengals yielded 10.6 yards per carry to David Johnson, of all people, last week, and 7 yards per carry to Deshaun Watson. I'd expect similar numbers here with the Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins tandem with Lamar Jackson under center. Yeah, the Ravens look like a different team ever since they started getting back to the run. Um, Like we talked about last week, Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins have really reinvigorated the run game. We'll see if Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen. 
No, Mark Ingram. There we go. Okay. We'll see if Mark Ingram's a healthy scratch again this week for the Ravens. There it is. Meech is back. Meech is back. I can't Making even mental guess what mistakes. Name is getting wrong. <laughs> Brandon uh, Allen makes the most sense, but I since we had just talked about the rush attack last week, Gus Edwards and then Mark Mark Ingram. Anyway, my bad. It's all good, bro. It's all good. So next on the list, we got the Jags and the Colts. And I believe the Jags only win this season was against the Colts. So do you think they're going to do it again? No, Jags are full tank mode. They're going (laughs) to fucking probably start Mike Glennon's bum ass again. Probably. Uh, Despite the Colts blowing the lead to the Steelers last week, Taylor and Rivers have reinvigorated the offense, like you said, with the fucking reinvigorated word of the day. Taylor and Rivers have reinvigorated the fucking offense in the second half of the season for the Colts. The defense has been good all season. I don't expect the Jags to do much. Yeah, I was looking up if they gave any indication as who they were planning to start. Um, Glennon started last week. We all know and love Minshew. Please, God, put him in the game to make this even the least bit interesting. But Minshew mania. While I was researching that, Guess who is the quarterback's coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Who? Is it David Garrard? Negatory. He has a slick back hair, and he was on the New York sideline for two years. Ben motherfucking McAdoo, the (laughs) ex-Giants head coach, is the quarterback's coach of the Jags, and I uh, didn't know where the fuck he went. I thought he just fell into a deep, dark black hole somewhere. I couldn't believe it when I read that. I had to like double. Yeah, I'm geeking out right now. I'm geeking out right now. So Dude, that's I fucking hope they get a new one. Please don't give that man. I mean that words. that whole yeah. staff is gone. I mean, there's no there's way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no way. And like I said before, I know that tanking doesn't really mean it isn't real for coaches right i swear to god shod khan has some deal worked out with doug marone i mean there's yeah. no reason you shouldn't be starting gardner Minshew. i mean i think that yeah. i think like what happens is like the front office that upper management will say okay we need to tank and then the coach you know will play into that sometimes not all the time but i do think the coach sometimes in a tank situation is an extension of the you know upper echelon of the staff if you will I only think that's the case if they're a first year head coach so like yeah Ryan Flores last year so I see I would actually disagree with you I would say that like if the coach has been there a long time sometimes they're okay with that like I've seen it before in other sports if you're there for a long time you're gonna get fired not necessarily true if you're a coach that you pray well I guess that is somewhat true it's it's definitely true. The only way that you're a coach and well, maybe you in football agree to maybe start some people that shouldn't be started um, to give yourself a little bit worse chance um, is your one Pete Rose um, or two, <laughs> uh, hey oh, hey oh, uh, or two, uh, you are a first year head coach and you are in on the tanking problem so that you can draft who you want to draft going forward. Right. I mean, I've, I've, I don't, I, I, well, I guess he is not necessarily a first year head coach, but he's a newer coach. I was going to bring up the Rangers coach, but he's only been there for, this will be his third year. And you'll never convince me they didn't tank last year to get that number one overall pick. Like I know they tanked, but anyway, that's beside the point. 
interesting conversation. I'm going to just kind of assume you're both going to take the Titans in the Titans-Texans game. Tits, ticks. Am I correct in assuming that? Yeah, yeah the Titans are who I'm picking anyway. I don't know about dubs. Yeah, I, I, I think we can gloss over that. Uh, what about the Cardinals-Rams, though? Who are you picking there? I had fun stats for that. Okay, all right. All right. You sounded so disappointed. Rattle them off, bud. Floor is yours. Hey, man, I spend time careful, on notes for these careful games, though. man. Careful, though. <laughs> yeah, don't step on his dick. <laughs> uh, so the over is 56. You know it hits the floor. <laughs> Your weekend gambling anchor is here right now, and he's telling you that the over is 56 in this game. It should be a high-scoring game. Um, it's in a dome, so you don't have to worry about weather. Uh, and both of these defenses are absolutely terrible. Also, the Titans need this win to ensure their win in the AFC South. Okay. All right. So now can we move to the Cardinals-Rams game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the only thing I had on it was that Henry's going to fucking run down Texans' throat. They yeah, absolutely. They're garbage. Yeah. No defense they're, of they're, any kind. Yeah, they're, they're just trash. Now, Cardinals-Rams... And I think Meech has actually brought this up before. In the McVay era, the Rams have like a ridiculous record against the Cards, right? I'm pretty sure it was you that pointed that out to me before, but it could have been some. Yeah, okay. I knew it was either one of y'all or or my roommate Sked. Hey, there's your Sked sighting for this week. Uh, yeah, They're it's like eight and one or something. Yeah, it's or it's like seven and zero oh or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. So who are you picking? Uh, I'm going to go against that trend. I'm picking the Cardinals. <laughs> Why? The DK mode's got you feeling good? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> feeling to the eye. Cardinals run game has been dipping in the rankings the last couple of weeks. Uh, both teams are coming off a bad loss. Arizona is 26th against the run, but Los Angeles like has no running back right now. They They don't know who's starting. There's a bunch of injuries. Um and Jared Goff is not starting. They've already announced that John Wildfire Walford is going to be making his first start. <laughs> wildfire! Hey, wildfire! <laughs> wildfire! Uh, so yeah, I like I like the Cardinals and Kyler in a bounce back game. Yeah, also picking um the Cardinals. Uh, oh, look at my really, boys going against the grain. Punk rock as fuck. I mean, I don't know if it's that against the grain. Goff is out with a broken thumb, and as much True. as he of a clown as he is, um, he basically single handedly lost to the Jets. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but the Tyler broken Murray thumb could have had something to do with that, bro. I mean, he threw that horrible interception before the broken thumb. So Probably yeah, hates Jared so. Goff. Fair enough. Oh, I mean, I'm not. Um, I'm not a fan either. I'm just, you know, give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, you know. I mean, well, give yeah, it you're, quarterback. You're an Air Bear Chargers kind of guy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine what McVeigh could do with an Air Bear, dude. Like he would be yeah. fucking lighting it up. That shit would uh, be yeah. lit. <laughs> so yeah, the Cardinals. Uh, so Kyler Murray was questionable going into the week. He has announced that he will start. So unless he pulls some kind of Josh Jacobs, you know, bullshit, he will start. Um, and then the Cardinals win, and they get into the playoffs. So win and in. So I think the Cardinals will win this. Week. Yeah, yeah, got something to play for. I think that's a that's a good point. Well, what about Saints Panthers? That's um, uh, you know, 
another one of those matchups that I don't think is too interesting. But my boys surprise me sometimes, so surprise me. I'm taking the Saints. Uh, Kamara six touchdowns last week. Historic, huge game. Uh, Drew Brees did not look real good, and really since he's gotten back from the injury, he hasn't looked great. Which is to I be expected. Expect, all right, I expect this game to be their last. I mean, it's their last one before the playoffs. Supposed to get right, get the offense clicking on all cylinders. And the Panthers' defense is 28th against the run, and their pass defense has looked good the last two weeks, picking off Haskins twice and Rodgers 143 yards allowed. So I think that the Saints are going to win, and their offense is going to figure out the issues they've been having before the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy when Breeze can look as bad as he looked last week, and they're like, oh, we'll just hand it to Kamara. Six oh, it doesn't even fucking matter. Yeah, so I'm picking the Saints here, too. Uh, the Panthers won last week, but they are not playing Dwayne Haskins this week. They can't. He's not on a roster. Hey-oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he deserves Panthers. it. He got himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He put himself Panthers, in the fucking body bag. Yeah. Panthers are 0-10 when allowing over 22 points, 5-0 and when allowing under 21 points. Um, that's going to be hard to do against the Saints' high-powered offense. Yep. And at the same time, the defense is not too shabby either and will probably hurt the Panthers. Okay. Well, you talk about – They're going to put a hurting on you them. You talk about defenses that aren't too shabby. Next on the list is the Packers and the Bears, and, and the Packers actually have the seventh-ranked defense in the league, believe it or not. And uh, sorry, double, I'm stepping on your toes a little bit there. <laughs> and I think the Bears have the 11th ranked defense in the league. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, but the Packers offense is is way up there, right? It's got to be in the league. It's got to be like in the top five. Uh, they wrong? have the MVP. Yeah, exactly. They are fifth and sixth in different offensive stats. So, yeah, they're right there. Yeah, they've got to be like right there. So, I mean... In my opinion, it's it's a Packers win, but again, I'm curious to hear your pick. So, let me have it. Let it wash over me. I am gonna take the Packers, uh, despite Montgomery and Mitch playing really well the last couple games. Uh, Hundred plus yards to Montgomery in Week 12, first matchup between the Bears and the Packers, and Mitch has had a rating of 95 plus in four straight. But in week 12, he's picked off twice by the Packers in their last matchup, who also picked off Tannehill twice last week. I expect that defense to continue rolling and stop the Bears, who have been surging as of late, and I will go with the Packers. Yeah, I'm also going to go with the Packers here. Not too much of a shocker. Uh, They have the MVP in Aaron Rodgers. Um, and also their run defense, which had looked like the shakiest part of this defense, really did a good job last week containing Henry. Like we said, he still had almost 100 yards, but people thought he was going to get like 150. So they really did a good job containing that. I think Mike Patton is actually a really good defensive coordinator. He he kind of got screwed over in Cleveland because he had, I think, more wins than Hugh Jackson all the time. And That's correct. Yet got fired. And Hugh Jackson didn't. So I think Mike Mike Penn is actually a sneaky good pick for like a, a head coach somewhere actually as well. But the way he torqued this defense has since he's gotten there actually. I mean they 
they've never been a super strong defense. And after he got there, they had started to improve. And then like last week, he stopped the run. The Bears are going to try and run this week again because the offensive genius Matt Nagy finally figured out that he has to run the ball to take some pressure off of his quarterback. Go figure. Um, but I think the Packers will stop that and contain the run with both him and Trubisky. Agreed. I think it's going to be a good cap off to Aaron Rodgers' MVP season. Yeah, exactly. His numbers are just stupid. Okay, so it's the Chargers. Let's just get it out of the way. Get what out of the way? I don't way. know what you're talking about. I fucking hate you. All right, it's the Chargers and the Chiefs, and I have a question before you tell me your picks. Do you think the Air Bear is going to make this a game? Because that's what I'm curious about. Because obviously the Chiefs are going to win. But is, yes, is well, he going to make it? I have, I'm picking the Chargers. I am oh, picking the Chargers. Wow. Mahomes, Mahomes is definitely not going to play. Oh, no, yeah, that's a fair the first point. Round, they are the, the number one seed in the AFC, meaning they get the bye. Yeah. They are the one team that can actually rest their players and not have any repercussions at all. Yeah, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. Okay. And here's my prediction from it. I think the win over the Chiefs is going to look real good on paper, and Herbert is going to win Offensive Rookie over the Year over Justin Jefferson. Oh. I actually, you know what? I don't even think that's like a bold I don't claim. think it's that bold I, Yeah, either. at all. I think it's pretty plain, actually. Agreed. The dude has set like a record for touchdowns in a rookie I season. Think I mean, if, come on. I yeah, but everyone Justin, sets that record, and it's going to continue to get reset because that's Patrick true. Is more prolific than it's ever been. That's, I think that's if Justin true. Herbert wasn't like if it just if he just wasn't in the conversation, it would be Justin Jefferson's hand there, hands down. Right, right. Yeah, it I didn't think it was lose. that crazy of a pick. I just think it's going to be a tight race because Jeff Justin Jefferson is absolutely balled. That's out. what I'm saying. The win over the um, Chiefs on paper might look good enough to get it right over the edge. Yeah. That, yeah, that's a good and, point, too. And without Burrow, he's really the only rookie quarterback that has been great. You know what I mean? Agreed. Yeah. So, I, I and it is a quarterback league. Yeah, I'm also taking the Chargers here. Um, it's going to be a high of 40 since it's the Chargers going to a cold weather. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do your little teaser there. <laughs> You're good. Weather with me. Uh, <laughs> we're going to hit weather and betting here Uh oh um, so yeah right uh high of 40 but no rain or snow shouldn't be too much wind as well i think it was like five miles per hour or something like that so i think the chargers are going to to light it up um and and once again play against the chiefs team that will inevitably be resting everyone because they have literally not one repercussion for not resting anyone um also the chargers are favored to win this uh against the spread so it's it's their negative 3.5 usually uh they would be down probably a touchdown on this game so the fact that that the the desert has them as favorites in kansas city uh will tell you everything you need to know about this game and who should win me also we'll into Anthony the weather Lynn. into gambling all the single ladies out there holler at your boy <laughs> also, I was just going to bring up, will this Anthony Lynn's last game be a win as a head coach? Because I don't know if he's going to be there next year. 
Yeah, I don't know if Me he just is either. dating profiles says I like Jim Cantori clips and betting insane amounts on sports. <laughs> I'm all about weather and against the spread. <laughs> weather covers the spread. That's Meech's tagline. <laughs> that is, I love that. I love that bird. Yeah, man, weather you're welcome. Weather covers the spread. <laughs> We got to make a bumper sticker with Meech's face that says weather covers the spread. With me doing like finger guns? Yeah, exactly. Weather covers the spread. (laughs) You you can wear it on the uh, hoodie. You can be wearing a Colt McCoy hoodie. Hell yeah. Just pew pew while you're shooting your finger. This is all monumentally good ideas. So we so got something that the charge. Your Chargers are going to win this week, bro. How do you feel about that, Birdie? God damn it! It's got to be almost an got there. Feeling. <laughs> uh, actually, I, it is an uplifting feeling because the Chargers are not my team. They are probably my second team, and I really do like Air Bear, and I really do think you know, much like the Dolphins, if they make the right moves going forward they could be a deadly team if he stays in this kind of shape as a quarterback all you got to do is build a good team and and you can be in business it's just are they going to put the other pieces in place but speaking of a team that's not in business real quick i like that when birdie prompted us about the chargers joke we were like what just immediately yeah yeah you gave it the old bait switch i I I wouldn't be too proud of that that's like comedy basics jesus Anyway, I don't know if the Chargers are like the Dolphins, though, because until Marty Schottenheimer is back on that sideline, they are cursed and they will never have a good team. No, no, no. I'm just saying like there's potential. Like it just has to like the team has to be built. But they're right. the Chargers. I, I hear you. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying they it's going to happen. I'm saying if they did it much like the Dolphins, they could be a deadly team. But, but they're the Chargers. I hear you. I hear you. Speaking of a team that's not, why did I say it like that? I hear you. 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 God damn it! I mean, I am. I am from the weather covers the spread. I hear you. This episode's gonna be titled Overwatch reference there. It's definitely called Weather Covers the Spread. This that's the title of the episode right there. Beautiful. So, what about the spread on the 49ers Seahawks game, Meech? Do you know what the spread is there, or do you have any inclination as to who you're gonna take in a bet? I didn't look up the spread in that game because I'm not going to bet it. The Seahawks are going to win this game. Right. Um, since Chris Carson and Carlos Hyde have come back, Seahawks have found their groove on offense, making Russ cook part-time. So half the time they eat out, half the time Russ cooks, and it works for them. Um, and it, it, the balanced offense definitely helps, um, and it, they've looked better since those guys have come back. Also, the defense over the last five game has allowed – under 17 points the additions of Dunlap and Adams are really starting to pay off and this defense is starting to gel at the right time I just picture Russ, Russell Wilson in a like an apron cooking for Pete Carroll Metcalf Chris Carson and Tyler Lockett like the last supper picture but with fucking yeah. uh, Russ <laughs> man that should be a poster that's amazing uh, Russ Wilson is uh Looking for a career high in touchdowns, yards, and completion percentage. Like we said, he's had a lot of good people around him taking the pressure off. The defense has turned around to be uh, seventh in yards against them. In sixth, actually, sorry. 
sixth against the uh, sixth in defense in the NFL. Niners are going to lose to the Seahawks here, and the Seahawks are going to get an easy win in before the playoffs. So my point about Shanahan was, do you think he deserves Coach of the Year for this performance? No. No, I, I don't. kind of do. He has taken a team. I don't think you can get it with a, win, with a losing record. I understand the point you're going to make. Yeah, I like do too. They've been so injury riddled, and he's had to make so many adjustments on the fly and everything, but I think you still need to have a winning record. I, I agree with double, but I if that if yeah. that's your point, Meech, I, I do think it's a fair Yeah, point. I didn't mean to take that out of your mouth. I just No no it was just it was just a question uh, yeah. while I was writing this down, I was picking the Seahawks and I was like, what if crazy ass Shanahan pulls this off? Like what what if he pulls off a win here? They go seven and nine, he gets coach of the year because he would be first place in the NFC East right now. I think coach of the year is Probably Flores. But that's the AFC. I think there's one for each league. I still don't think it'd be him. We shall see. You know who's not coach of the year, though? Fucking McCarthy. I, that guy, I can't believe he's going to be a head coach next year. He smashes pumpkins. <laughs> or not pumpkins. He smashes watermelons. Watermelons, yeah. <laughs> you know pumpkins. who else is not also not coach of the year? John Gruden. It's unfortunate. That he's not. I, w- I so wish we overrated. had. He is, but it's he's fucking entertaining. He's games under 500 in his career. That's crazy for someone who's making 10 million. Yeah, he's not great. Yeah, that is crazy. That's crazy he's for one someone thing who he's signed a 10-year, $100 million deal. The $100 million man. Yeah, that's that's nutty. So who are you going to take in the uh, Raiders-Broncos game? I'm going to take the Raiders, despite shitting on John Gruden there for a few seconds. <laughs> right. Uh, Locke fucking shits on himself. Two interceptions, 15 on the season to go along with 14 touchdowns. I feel like every time we talk about the Broncos, I have to bring that up because he's been really fucking bad. And I don't expect him to be the starter next season. Darren Waller's had over 100 yards in three of his last four. As much shit as Carr gets, he's got 25 touchdowns to only seven interceptions this season so he has been decent in a battle of two bad defenses i will take the better offense and that's the raiders i'm going with the broncos here because why mile high advantage they are playing (laughs) in denver and i still refuse to believe that that's not a thing um so we are taking the broncos uh, because growing up it was but they were also a little bit better um (laughs) <laughs> so I'm taking the Broncos, and yeah, you, you, my notes were similar years, and the fact that he's got it. Drew Locke has got to take better care of the ball. He throws, he threw two interceptions last week, um, and if he really wants a chance at the starting job next year, which we'll see if that even happens, a um, lot of rumors swirling around. Is if maybe even Elway will step down. Um, we will see what happens, um, but I still think the Broncos end in a win. Um, Pretty much only because of that mile high advantage, and I hate John I, no way, no way the fucking Broncos win this game. I actually, that is, that was going to be my bold, Birdie's bold pick for the week is that the Broncos were going to win. bold pick? Yeah, Birdie's bold pick for the week was going to be that the Broncos win, but I've, I've been going the- back and forth on it, man. 
I think this is the final nail in Drew Locke's coffin. That's you that's might not fair. be wrong. Yeah, exactly. Couldn't have said it better. You might not be wrong. I mean, if this game was legitimately not in Denver, I would pick the Raiders. That's literally right. Basically, the only reason I picked the Broncos. Yeah. The Raiders have gone on the road pretty successfully this season. Well, I just Googled it, and Denver has won five straight Week 17 games versus Vegas. So I'm going against the trend for the second time this episode. Yeah, look at Double Punk Rock AF. All right, so we got one more game to talk about, and then we can get the hell out of here for the night. It's the Washington Football Club playing the Eags. First off, RIP. The, the trend song joke. I what? did. I'm sorry, man. I heard it, but I, I was so focused on being a host. But these are like um, yeah, my bad, bro. But well, here's the thing: the the Washington Football Club, as I'm sure you're aware, and everyone else listening is aware. You know, if they if they win this game, they clinch the NFC least or the NFC yeast, as you call it. So yeah, um, yeah, NFC yeast rising up to beat competition. <laughs> Who are you I taking, Meech? Because it's the Eags. I, I got to know, baby. I think the yeast is for the infection they leave after you watch them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I do have to say, if the Eagles weren't my team, uh, I probably would have about as much interest in this as I have in the Giants-Cowboys game. However, unfortunately, the Eagles are my team, um, and I am going to pick them. I don't know why I've picked them three times. They've won one, lost one. Uh, that that math doesn't add up. Uh, <laughs> I think I think they've lost two. I think they've won one, lost two. Okay. Anyway, uh, um, that might be wrong too. Anyway, Doug uh, WCF the football club does not have Dwayne Haskins. He was released, uh, which is a great thing because. If he were to start the game, the Eagles would definitely win this game. Um, Alex Smith is supposed to start. Um, however, him and McLaurin missed practice today. Uh, if Ron Riverboat Ron said that if uh, Smith does not play, Taylor Heineke will be the starting quarterback against the Eagles. Um, so everything I said basically points me towards the football club winning this matchup. However, Riverboat Ron, 7-14 and 14 against rookie QBs. It's like the opposite of Bill. Uh, and Jalen Hurts is a rookie QB. I think the Eagles win. Can I say something real quick? I think you're right. Oh, me and Birdie. I think you're both wrong. Mm-hmm. First off, RIP to Dwayne Haskins' career, cause of death, self-inflicted gunshot wounds to the foot. Uh, <laughs> I like the Washington football club in this one. Uh, what Alex Smith, like you said, did not practice today, but I expect he will be starting. And even if he doesn't, honestly, I will take fucking Heineke. He looks pretty good. The he did look Eagles good. Eagles have allowed Eagles have allowed eight hundred, just about eight hundred passing yards the last two games. The Washington Football Club does not have the most prolific passing offense this season, but against a defense like that, I think that they should be able to get the job done. Uh, Gibson returned with six yards per carry uh, on limited work. They'll probably get him in more action this week. 
Uh, despite Hurts playing well, I expect WFC to pull this one out. All right, boys. Well, this is another lengthy episode. We've come, so, I've said it before in this episode, but I'm going to say it again. We've come such a long way in 15 episodes. I'm really proud of us. So, length is my strong suit. God damn it. There's that fucking bot. The biggest ass in mass has made himself known again. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Stone Sports, or really just this episode of Stone Sports. We really appreciate it. Follow us on all the socials. That's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. It's all Stone Sports Podcast. Meech, why don't you plug your Twitter, too, real quick before we uh, go so people can follow you, too? I don't know what my Twitter is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just at Meech Law. Okay, at Meech Law on Twitter. There you go, people. I, I, follow him. He likes everything I like. There you go. You'll fi- you'll find it that way. Anything else you want to say before we go, Except boys? fucking Eagles. Yeah, right? Anything else you want to say? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I'd, like, I'd like to say one more thing. Sure. That's it. All right. Say goodbye, boys. Peace. Weather covers spread. Lighters. Lighters.